Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, very, very, very pleasant uh, good morning to you. This is Patrick Timpone, and we're delayed here this morning because Martin Armstrong, who's scheduled to talk about his new book called The Plot to Seize Russia, fascinating stuff. Really uh, cool stuff. I, he just uh, released the, uh, the prologue and the introduction to the book, which I believe the entire book gets published oh, in, in a few weeks. And it certainly ties in uh, to what's going on today, and it goes back to secret documents that he acquired during the Clinton administration when this whole thing happened. And uh, it's really fat. But uh, early this morning, uh, Mr. Armstrong was forced by the Gov, the one we love, to uh, evacuate his home in Florida because of this tropical whatever hurricane thing in Florida. So he's not going to be here this morning. He's in his car leaving his home and <laughs> with his cats and God knows what. So uh, uh, our best to Godspeed to Martin Armstrong. And when uh, when this thing clears out, um, we'll get him back on to talk about this whole Russian thing. And also to talk about um, what he's put out recently. I certainly was going to get into it this morning. But let me read you what he said. So anyway, here we are. I'm, you know, got a clean shirt on and I almost combed my hair. So I thought, well, we may as well talk a little bit to you one-on-one. And I have no idea what we're going to talk about, but we can go through some news and play around. And our phone number is available. So if there's something you'd like to talk about that you've been uh, wanting to speak to me about, we'll stick around for a few moments to whatever. I've got nowhere to go. So I can be here, Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. We can get into some emails and kind of do kind of a show that we do on Friday. But uh, last minute, Martin Armstrong was forced to leave his home because of the uh, hurricane in Florida. And um, he's not going to be here and I'm going to sneeze. Almost kind of, sort of, maybe. But I did see a, a little report, what he said yesterday, that I was looking forward to talking to him about. So we'll get him on soon. Um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Here it is. This was from, I think, two days ago, two or three days ago, Martin Armstrong reconfirmed that the imminent banking crisis will start in Europe and then go worldwide. Uh, Tom Luongo, who we're going to have back on soon, is saying the same thing. Armstrong predicted the collapse of both the the EU and the euro and the British pound, he did. The collapse of the eurozone, 
and the collapse of the new Soviet Europe, misleadingly titled the European Union. This is a new era characterized by massive sovereign debt default by advanced nations. Civil unrest is set to worsen. Um, We're in the big one. Just kind of get warming up. It almost reminds me of fall in uh, 2008 when the whole Lehman Brothers thing, remember, started and uh, the big short. The whole thing with the uh, alleged, what do they call it? Subprime mortgage thing, and it really wasn't. It was a banking crisis. They had just got overextended and too much debt, and and then we, the people, bailed them out with a a tarp thing of nine hundred billion, and that's what happened. And uh, you can see the movie um, uh, Too Big to Fail. which spelled it out very clearly that this was a banking thing. This was not a, um, as Andy Goss taught us, uh, when was that? That was our first year with Andrew. Where he, he showed us very clearly that it was not subprime mortgages. Certainly they were involved. Um, there was a lot of them. But this is not what brought down the, uh, the whole thing. I mean, I think there was a, I don't know, $100 billion. They could have wiped those all out with $100 billion. He had the numbers of the subprime mortgages. Um, but they didn't. This was a banking crisis, which they all are. They're all banking crises because the banks have the power to create dollars that is tied to debt. They call this uh, monetizing debt. All the banks do it. Uh, when you create a mortgage and you sign on the line, you and the missus, uh, we will pay you $300,000 for the next 30 years at so much a month and so much interest. Thank you very much. So many points. And uh, when you do that, um, the banks create the 300000 on a computer and give it to you to buy the house and you pay them back 600000 with interest and that's pretty much how the deal goes. It's it's a good deal. That's why my mom has always suggested to um, uh, marry a banker because it's pretty good business, you know. Uh, when you make money for a living by making money for a living, it's pretty good business. So all of these crises are beginning in uh, the banking crisis of 2007. I'm sorry, 1907. 1907, banking crisis, and then, of course, working our way to 1929. That was a, a forced demolition caused by the boys, the Rothies and the Rockefellers, to cut off all the money and cause the Great Depression, and the people had no food, but then they went in, and after the stock market crashed, they, they bought all the stocks. This is just what they do, and the banking system has been running this thing well, since the first bank of the United States in 1792, this is when it all started, right after the revolution, Madison and Washington and 
they start at the first bank and um, let the British boys back in. It's the old idea of Huey P. Long that said, um, there's nothing new in this world except the history that you don't know. So it's going on again, and it went on in 2007. And again, uh, what we the people uh, bailed them out of about a trillion dollars, and I think they paid a lot of it back. We just gave money to the banks and, and just papered the whole thing over, or tarped it over. It was called the tarp. Again, a good movie as reference is Too Big to Fail. That was uh, Lehman Brothers and Bear Stearns and, and all of that. And back then we had uh, Andrew Goss to, to walk us through all this, uh, my good friend Andrew, but he's not here any longer, so we have to kind of do it on our own. And we have people like Armstrong and Luango and others that uh, we talk to. And, and uh, fortunately, I've learned enough about the, the system through 25 years of teaching with Andrew Goss that I... I know my way around enough to kind of understand what's going on, even though I'm, you know, I'm not a geek like some of these people and really understand. But, um, uh, you know, word on the street and um, word around the campfire and word from people that we trust, like Luongo and Armstrong and others. You can see some other people are, are talking about it is that evidently the obsoletes, that's our new name for them, the obsoletes rather than the elites, the obsoletes, they are going to um, crash Europe first, the EU first, and then they're going to work on us, United States, probably next year, and bring this thing down, and what their plan is after that, I don't know. But, you know, it involves digital currencies, involves this Fed Now system, involves a lot of weird things that's not going to be good for you or I. So we're just going to have to figure out how to navigate around all of it and not get involved. So we talk about that. Uh, we talk about um, getting some gold and silver coins now from our good friend Fred Dachewski, rather than have your money in the bank, which would probably be a very wise thing to do. And I'll put up Fred here, give him a little plug. His number is 800-878-2646. So if you've got some cash lying around in the bank, in my opinion, I don't do, I don't do uh, financial advice, but if I had a bunch of money in the bank right now, I don't know, 10 grand, 20 grand, 30, whatever. I would be taking those puppies out and buying some gold coins and putting some under my mattress and uh, waiting out the storm as the people in Florida are doing today. Because you don't know what they're going to do. They can, um, you know, um, scavenge your bank account um, if they want. They can do it. Because uh, when you depose your money into a bank, you have deposited your money into a bank, and you can look up the board depose in Black's Law Dictionary, and you actually don't own those dollars anymore. He said, well, wait a minute, no, I got my little bank statement, and I've got you know $18,000 in the bank, it's mine, and no, 
it's not. You've loaned it to the bank, and they are paying you interest or not. Most of the time they don't, or they stop paying interest, but you loan the money to the bank. So it's theirs, and so they can go in and do whatever they want with it. You should understand that. You should understand that. And you can scream and yell, and I can, eh, it's not going to mean anything. It's just the way it works. Andrew taught us this. It's just the way it works. So if I had 20 grand in the bank today, I'd be pulling that puppy out and uh, buying some gold and silver coins and putting the rest in cash and $100 bills and putting it under my mattress. And don't tell anybody and use it when you need it. This whole European banking crisis thing is like huge. Uh, Luangos talked about it on our show. They are in so, so, so much trouble with the amount of debt, sovereign debt crisis, meaning um, it's just going to explode over there. And this is all being coordinated, in our opinion, and operated, in others' opinion, by the obsoletist, you know, the whole banking cartel, the IMF, the World Bank, the Bank of International Settlements, World Economic Forum, those folks, um, you know, the boys, we call them, um, the people that are operating the, the war, the people that are controlling uh, Biden, the people that are controlling most European uh, countries uh, today, and uh, evidently they just want to trash Europe and knock them into third world territory and then um, install some kind of a new system, some kind of digital currency thing and uh, with all kinds of rules and regulations. I don't know what they're going to do. And nobody really knows. I mean, people conjecture, and but nobody knows. They've got a plan. But this is, um, you know, this is the big one that the crashaholics have talked about forever. Andrew and I used to joke and talk about the crashaholics, we call them, or the collapsitarians. Remember, Andrew used to use that term. And, and they've been out there for a long time. And, you know, this is also tied in with, um, um, you know, revelations and the biblical stuff that we talked about yesterday. And, uh, you know, the 2012 thing that people talked about that everybody said, well, they were just 10 years ahead of time. Probably true. So this is a big one. Um, this is a big um, shift on the earth plane. And uh, there's a big um, emotional, spiritual shift going on, the Great Awakening. People are waking up to everything. They're beginning to understand that everything uh, we've been taught and been shown, going back to every war, to the Great Depression, to Pearl Harbor, you know, that was an inside job. Then, of course, to 9-11, to the moon landing, which was fake, to the idea that we live on a spinning ball, which is a lie. Um, The whole banking system is based on nothing. Um, Whatever, just whatever you can name, especially anything has to do with money. It's all been a lie continues to be a lie and they're just going to keep on 
uh, doing it, you know, until they until they get caught or they have to do something. They're not going to get caught. I mean, every, a lot of people know this, but since they own all the media and Hollywood and everybody, nobody knows about this stuff except just a, a few, you know, very small percentage of people. Uh, like, you know, our show and other people. There's some people out there that know their stuff, but it's it's very few and far between. It's, um, so, all I can do um, is encourage you to protect yourself in any way that you know how, and um, there we are. I know, it's a trip, huh? And it's so interesting spiritually how these things are all happening um, in in tandem, you know, with one another. Uh, this great spiritual awakening that's happening. People are waking up and saying, whoa. And at the same time, on the other end, to balance it out, uh, all of this crazy land stuff going on with uh, transhumanism, with uh, communism, socialism, um, the Green New Deal thing, it's all lies. And, uh, you know, man-made global warming, which is all a lie. The COVID thing, which was a lie. It's all these things popping up. And on the other end, there's an equal force that are popping up saying, no, that's not true. I'm not going to believe that. And people don't believe it. So this is what's holding it all together. If you don't have them all happening at the, in tandem, you know, the... Uh, Good and evil, if you want to call it that, it's it's a fair, fair uh, metaphor. Uh, then the whole thing falls apart, right? The whole thing will just implode, and then Mad Max running in the street naked, which is you know we don't want to do that one. So well, we're going to see where it all goes. Um, all you can do is kind of hold on, grab a lifeboat. Well, uh, Martin Armstrong, here we're going to have on, if you're just joining us, he is uh, in his car evacuating his home in Florida. Um, I haven't seen the latest thing on the Weather Channel, have you? What's going on down there? Is it pretty, pretty scary? I don't know. I have a full-time job just keeping up with Patrick's life and this radio, uh, video show, audio show, and uh, working on screenplays and taking care of Doodle and taking care of myself and, you know, working on the book. And so, um, I, it's hard for me to put a lot of energy out there in the world. And Oh, this... Oh, I don't get to read this article. I'd like to read it. Oh, well. T- 
And to make matters really interesting for Europe, I don't know if you have seen this, but um, yesterday or the day before, um, word around the campfire that the United States the CIA are behind the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipeline um, sabotages. So somebody blew up uh, Nord Stream 1 and 2, two huge underwater pipelines from Russia to Germany and to Europe. Man, Europe... They're in for a winner, boy. I mean, this is the primary source of gas for Europe, and they use mostly natural gas. They're not going to get it. Putin was going to cut them off anyway, or just dole it out and use it as as um, cheese in his mousetrap to, you know, get his his goals accomplished. But somebody blew it up, and. Pretty much, um, I've seen people conjecturing it's pretty much the United States, um, controlled by the globalists. I think it's, uh, I don't know for sure, but who else would do it? Um, who else has the means to do it? These, these uh, Nord Streams are very, very deep. It's, you need some pretty, pretty sophisticated submarine activity to blow them up. Russia wouldn't blow it up. They could just turn it off with a spigot. Um, Germany wouldn't blow it up unless they wanted to just cause their country to... I don't even think they... I don't even know if they have the submarine technology in Germany. Ukraine, they don't have that that technology. And um, so it's probably the United States um, with the CIA because they just want to make this entire uh, thing worse. Because remember, uh, uh, Biden and company is being controlled by the obsoletist, the obsoletes, the whole Davos crowd, the, the bankers, the IMF, the World Bank, the UN. They're being controlled by them and have been for a very long time. Um, uh, were they controlled in controlling Trump? Probably, to a certain extent. He probably fought him a bit, but um, uh, he he was still doing stuff that they wanted, like uh, warp speed on the vaccine to kill people. So, you know what I mean? The former Polish defense minister is out this morning. Let's look at what he's got to say. Former Polish Defense Minister Radov Sikorov has attributed the United States to the sabotage of the two pipelines, Nord Stream 1 and 2, which carry natural gas from Russia to Germany. Thank you, USA, Sikorsky wrote. Uh, Sikorsky was Minister of National Defense from 2005 to 7 and served as Deputy Minister of National Defense and Deputy Minister. And you, did you see the pictures in the ocean? And it blew this out. 
don't know what you mean, audio is out. Uh, not not on the video. The audio has has been out on the on the front thing for a while. Yeah, our our audio stream is is having a bad hair day. That hasn't worked for about a week. Uh, we're working on that. So you have to listen on the video. We're getting that put back together. I didn't know. Did it start working for a while this morning? No. Can't talk. Can't think about it now. Doing the show. So, um, so that's what the uh, Polish dude is saying. President Biden said a few days ago, if Russia invades, then there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We will bring an end to it. Well, he told you what he was going to do, and evidently they blew it up yesterday. And you know, this is not something that is going to be able to get fixed like in a weekend or a month. I mean, when you blow a huge hole with whatever, dynamite, however they do it, in a pipeline deep in the ocean, how long do you think that's going to take to repair? Europe is just so I don't know, I don't think they have any other means unless they can buy the LNG from the United States, but Europe is going to be, the EU is going to be in a rock and a hard place, as they say. The biggest one of the more of the biggest central banks ever, well, not as big as ours, but the Bank of England, um, they are going to do rate hikes and also print print uh, pounds and and um, blow that thing up. Man, this whole thing is like every story. Here's another one, this one out of uh, China and Japan and the facing bond, stock and currency collapses, policymakers and the central planners across Asia have jumped into action to rescue markets from the vicious effects of their policies, which were a reaction to the virtuous effects of the previous policies. South Korea has joined a growing list of interventions today with Central Bank saying it will buy as much as $2.1 billion worth of debt. So what they do is they create the, um, the yuan, yuan or whatever the currency is in, in Korea, in Taiwan. Um, they create it on a computer and then they buy the debt from 
the countries, which is what they do here as well. So the whole thing is just being held up with uh, make-believe yuan and yen and whatever they got in dollars and just keep printing more and kicking the can down the road till they till something happens, right? And they want to hold up the stock market, you know, keep the stock market from curse-floating until they're ready for it to curse-flowed, kerplunk. Let's look at the markets here this morning. It's a trip. Hey, if you'd like to call, uh, uh, call. 888-663-6386. We can talk about whatever you want to talk about. Um, I just, um, um, this is an off-the-cuff thing, as you can tell, because we were going to have Martin Armstrong on, but he was kicked out of his home, had to leave his home. Now I can't even pull up this. Are we doing okay? No. Uh, had to leave his home because of the storm in Florida. But uh, we don't. We can. We'll talk about all this stuff here this morning. As long as we're going to be here, not going to just focus on this money thing, because uh, Charles Nenner, who we have on from time to time, of um, Nenner Charles Nenner Research Center, he's a pretty cool guy. He's been on several times and. He has his own uh, way of um, looking at the markets, making recommendations of what to do. And uh, he's got in red, red letters today. I get his uh, daily emails. We do not recommend being in any of the equity markets until October or November. Really? So are you going to go back in? Uh, he says, we're still not interested in being long, meaning betting it's going to go up gold or silver yet because the dollar is still super strong. Uh, Nenner says the dollar has reached the upside target of 113 short-term cycle is close to a high. For now, these there are no higher price targets. The buy signal continues as long as there are no close between 113. So the dollar index is about 113. Nenner says it's not going to go much higher. Wow, the dollar must be down today as gold is up $25. Um... Yeah, the dollar's down to 113. The only reason the dollar up, say the experts, is strong is because all of the other currencies are worse shaped than the dollar and all of the currencies are pegged to the dollar. You know what I mean? Yep, 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 yep. That's the way it works. Can you imagine we, the dollar has the strongest uh, currency in the world right now? What's that about? I mean, it doesn't even make sense, right? With all of the dollars out there. 
We have a couple more days. Uh, Shagan Rishi on sale. So, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. One of the very first things I do in the morning is come sit at my meditation chair. And that's when I take my dual extracted mushrooms from Sir Thrival, the Chaga and the Reishi. Both of these mushrooms are immunomodulators. If you had too strong of an immune system, like autoimmunity, it'll help to down-regulate and calm the immune system. If you have too weak of an immune system, like an immunodeficiency, they help to upregulate or strengthen your immune system. So whatever you're dealing with, they help to bring your immune system to balance. In addition to being immunomodulators and adaptogens, Chaga is probably best known for its extremely high ORAC value or antioxidant content. It scavenges the body of free radicals. And Reishi has a long history being used in conjunction with meditation and for reaching higher states of consciousness. And that's why I like to take these right before my meditation. There's a lot of medicinal mushroom supplements on the market to choose from, but most are made with cheaply produced mushrooms grown on grain and either ground up and put in capsules or extracted in non-organic alcohol. Sir Thrival does it differently. We use wild harvested chaga and organic certified wood-grown reishi fruit bodies, not the mycelial extract. And then we use an organic alcohol and a hot water extraction method and then recombine so you get the full benefits of these extremely high quality mushrooms. Yes, indeed. And save 20 is the promo code. Just a few more days. And uh, these guys, the biggest sale of the year on Shaga and Rishi. So if you're interested in this product, either one or both, SAVE20 is the promo code. We've been experiencing for three years now, it'll be three years, uh, what, last month, um, the molecular hydrogen browns gas machine created by George Wiseman. And this is a really cool technology. I think you'll like it if you have the budget to do it and you can get 20% off now. Um, you know, I can't tell you specifically, um, and I wish I could, but I'm, some really good things are going on in my body and I attribute it over three years of breathing the gas and um, drinking the water as I do every day, put my little sulfur in the water, hydrogen water, but it's, it's like the all-time antioxidant and you know the way I understand it is uh, I could be wrong but what we do is when we take in toxins and um, through the air and food and water and also uh, poor thinking those create toxins and damage the molecules as we talked about yesterday when we do that we create um, oxidative stress in the body and that's oxidative stress, which is really oxidation is pretty much the cause of all diseases. Oxidation. They call it oxidation, and it's, you know, can be caused once again by, by poor thoughts and, um, you know, worry and angst and stuff like that. And then also uh, fear and all the, the emotional stuff and trauma and then toxins uh, like mercury and whatever, stuff we take in from the air. Well, hydrogen is the all-time antioxidant and it balances out the negative charge and the positive charge on the oxidative stress in the body. So, in my opinion, if you 
breathe uh, this uh, every day for an hour or two, whatever you want to do when you're watching TV or watching a movie. You don't watch TV, right? Watching a movie or reading or just when you want to settle down or read, whatever you're going to do. Um, I have a 25-foot cannula, so when I exercise or rebound or yoga, stretch, or write, or write on my writing projects, I just kind of, you know, just walk around with it and just breathe it as much as I can. It's really been a very powerful uh, adjuvant to my health over the last three years. Again, I can't say specifically, but energetically, you know some good things are happening. So if you'd like to get one, you can just go on our front page. It's oneradionetwork.com. I'll show you a picture of it here and use promo code one radio. Here's a picture of George. Here's a picture of George. There you go. By volume, the body by volume, the body is sixty-two percent hydrogen. Did you know that? I mean, that's crazy. Sixty-two percent hydrogen, the body by volume. You think it's an important thing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You think it's an important thing? Oh, I think so. I think so. It's an important thing. So use promo code One Radio for twenty percent off. We're going to be ordering sulfur tomorrow. We order it about once a week from our or twice a week, depending. Uh, if you'd like to get some, listen to Stephanie Seneff on one of the reasons why it is pretty good to get extra sulfur with all the GMOs floating around. Previously with Stephanie Seneff, PhD. Research scientist with MIT on her work with glyphosate's GMO and sulfur. I know you really care about sulfur, and so do I. You know, I really think sulfur is crucial for health, and that we have a massive problem with sulfur deficiency in this country. Uh, one of the proteins that I found that is disrupted by glyphosate because it has an essential glycine is sulfotransferase. That's a protein that moves sulfate from one molecule to another. But it's really, really important to be able to do that. And why wouldn't it be able to do it? Because the glyphosate disrupts the, the natural sulfur cycle in our body? The cell won't be able to defend itself with sulfate if it can't put the sulfate there. And of course, glyphosate chelates sulfurs. A perfect storm in the challenges department, perhaps, but we're getting creative. So we know that we've been low on sulfur for years because of the chemical fertilizers. And now the GMO thing, which is disrupting the sulfur cycle. And we know with sufficient amounts of sulfur in the body, it's the natural way that the body gets these heavy metals, for example, mercury and mercury sulfate, out of the body if we have enough sulfur. Click and order sulfur today on oneradionetwork.com. Yeah, baby. Broadcasting from the beautiful hill country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, we kind of broke in uh, the uh, 100 degree spell here in Dripping Springs. It's only going to be 90 today. It goes down to uh, late 50s uh, uh, recently, so that's really fun. And sleeping with a you know with the comforter on, that's great. So fall is fell here, and um, good time if you want to get a sauna. We got we have a special price on that as well. Um, Uh, about four months ago, I started eating uh, primarily a meat-based diet. Some people call it carnivore. I don't really call my 
I don't tell people I'm doing a carnivore diet because as Woody Allen uh, once said, I don't really want to join a club. Oh, I don't really want to join a club if they'll let me be a member, which is a great line. And and uh, because all of these different things like uh, macroneurotic or fruitarian or vegan or vegetarian, they all have these this energy surrounded and even carnivore does because as soon as you, yeah, so I just a mainly meat-based diet. Um, I'm doing no fruit uh, or no vegetables, um, <laughs> um, potatoes, nothing except meat and eggs, butter, little cheese, um, liver, I think I'm gonna have some liver today, um, liver every few weeks, and some fat, lots of fat, I've been eating tallow, you can get beef tallow on a grass-fed beef tallow, I've been eating that with a little honey, so I think honey is probably the only really true carbohydrate that I'm eating, I feel good, um, and I just wanted to share with you something that pretty interesting, uh, after a few months on this diet. For for quite a few years, um, I don't know, four or five years, I experienced this, um, this energetic kind of a feeling in my bladder. I knew it was my bladder. I know exactly where my bladder is. And you could actually massage it and you can feel something going on down there. Um, never thought much of it. Uh, I just don't like to put a lot of energy. I just don't into something, you know, painful or stuff like that. It just, in my opinion, it just gives it more, um, more substance when you do that. Like, well, I have this pain and then I got, you know. When you do that, it just makes it worse, my experience. So I just pretty much ignore those kind of things and know when I feel it that um, my body is healing. That's, that's the method I use, and it's worked well for me over the years. I just simply uh, say to myself, it's okay, I'm, it's, it's fine, it's, it's healing. Because it, 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 it wants to heal. That's what it wants to do for a living, is to get back into balance. So to think otherwise would be, in my opinion, just really unproductive, and just make it worse, make matters worse. Uh, when you take that to a another, on the other level, if you think about in terms of cancer, people say they have cancer, and they have a tumor, and they have to get rid of the tumor, and they have to kill it, and they're afraid, and you can see what that will do to the tumor. It just strengthens it, because you're putting your mind and focus as soul on this thing that, as we talked about yesterday, is not really physical, because it's a spiritual thing. We know that. So, uh, it, it's no different than putting energy into um, uh, just a thought, you know, a fear of flying or something like that. So, say you have this fear of flying that keeps coming up for you, and it's in your consciousness, and then if you start to hate the fear of flying, want to get rid of the fear of flying, and don't fly, and then are fearful of flying, and then how am I going to do, and then go to a therapist to get rid of the fear of flying, it just makes it worse. Because again, it's not real, it is just a thought or an image or a feeling that 
is real for you because it's all happening in the eternal now. So it is real. I mean, it feels real, even though it's not, because it's in your state of consciousness in the now moment, which is all there is, right? So it's in your state of consciousness. It feels real. You can feel what it feels like to be fearful of it because you're in that state of consciousness. And uh, the more you try to uh, not, the more you not like it, uh, then the, the, the stronger it gets because it's not, it's just a thought. That makes sense. It's like the Eldai, what do you, what res, what we resist persists in the war on drugs and the war on poverty and we, the war on cancer and, you know, you know what's happened with the war on cancer. There's more cancer than ever because that's what happens. You know, you just, that's what happens. Whenever you go to war on anything, it, it makes it stronger. Um, it's just the way it works. Uh, it's a it's a pretty cool spiritual idea that there is no separation between us and the tumor, that we are the tumor, we created the tumor, and we are the tumor. And so if we want to try to cut part of ourselves off, and fine, but I don't recommend it. Just change our consciousness and the tumor melts away as the thought melts away. Pretty much the way it works. So anyway, um, I got off a sidetrack there. So I was talking about this little thing I had going on in my uh, um, mm, bladder, and and it was more than just a, a little bit of a energy down there, a little feeling. I just had to pee more often than normal. It's just some some weakened thing with the bladder. Not sure what it was. Not sure what the spiritual thing was. Um, I must have healed it spiritually because it's gone. And um, but I I think the the meat based diet helped uh, that a lot because well there's no coincidences. I stopped eating carbs four months ago, and this bladder thing kind of just. Um, reversed itself about two months ago and I actually felt a weekend where it actually got really sore where it was healing and it was weird and then, then it was gone. Um, so, you know, I don't know what the bladder emotion tied to the bladder. You could... You could Google that. I think it's resentment, something like that. You can just Google what's the emotional uh, component to the bladder. So evidently, I had some whatever that emotion was going on, and uh, uh, but uh, I think the carnivore. I know it did the carnivore. The meat-based diet helped because again, there's no coincidences. So when you do these things, um, you can get stronger physically, stronger emotionally, and spiritually and then um, open up a pathway to uh, change spiritually, and then things change as you heal up whatever the emotion is, fear or angst or um, resentment or anger, you know, liver, whatever. All of these 
all these organs are tied into a certain emotion. So if you can get there and go in deep and figure out what, what it is, then the thing will just clear itself out. It's pretty easy, pretty cool, very simple. Um, more simple than most people want to make it because um, um, we have just been programmed forever, probably lifetimes, into believing that these were all physical things. You know, you have this and you have this, you have this, you have this. Uh, and then you have to fix it and pretty much the medical model is then we have to give you a drug and we'll fix your high this or low that thyroid and everything. So my thyroid is, I just kind of quit the thyroid, uh, piggy thyroid. I don't even remember the last time I took any. Um, And my temperature is right at 98, a little below sometimes, 97.9, which according to Broda Barnes and Ray Pete, is probably the number one um, um, metric for a uh, happy thyroid. And after being on a meat-based diet, after a couple of months or however long, I just said, I'm not, not going to take these anymore. Just It was just pig thyroid. It wasn't anything terrible. Uh, but So that proves that your thyroid can heal uh, with the proper nutrition, and you don't have to be on these thyroid meds for the rest of your life if you don't want to. And then things, other things will heal as well. Um, pretty much... And I could be wrong. I could learn more. But everything we're seeing in the, um, with people that are looking at this, all the folks we've talked to, and looking at history, and looking at evolution, that uh, meat is our species-appropriate diet, and that carbs and vegetables are not. Pretty much why I am right now. Again... You know, some they could come out with some 20-year double-blind controlled study and prove that wrong, but when they do, then I'll look at it. But uh, Or if I start falling, if I would start, I'm not going to even say it out loud, but if something would change, um, you know, I'm into eating something else. I've just started a, a pretty uh, cool um, um, resistance training program. Uh, I bought a little thing, like I needed another gadget, right? I bought a thing called X3. It was cool because they had it on where you could do six months, 50 bucks a month. Um, so I did that. And um, a little bit of interest. It was kind of nice people were able to do that. I wish we could do that on the on the AquaCure machine. But if you do have PayPal, and if you have some credit there, you can do a, um, you can do payments on PayPal with no, excuse me, with no interest for about six months. And put that towards an AquaCure machine. Excuse me. Or even uh, uh, the mm, Blue Shield as well. You can do it. PayPal does a, some kind of a credit thing. Um, 
anyway, so I started this this new program, and boy, I really like it. And I've only done it two days. You do it Monday, Tuesday, West Wednesday, and then you do do it again in, in a little different way on Thursday and Friday, and then you rest. And it's it's really cool. Uh, the the fellow that has put this together, I like a lot. And if it turns out to be as beneficial as I feel that it's going to be as far as building muscle, yeah, we'll get them on the air and talk about it. But <clears throat> And Ray Pete and Adam have talked about it. Um, it's, it's fascinating because he claim, he's got a whole book of, I think the book is something like Why, why Weightlifting is Bad for You. Because uh, weightlifting, you kind of go up like this and then you lock in and then bring it down. This thing is works with bands and these different um, strength bands, and you never you never lose pressure on the muscle. So even all the way down at the bottom, right? You never lose pressure. You never loosen the band. And you bring it up like this, and he has this whole science thing. This guy's a real muscle geek, and they've proven that this is the the most safest, quickest way to build muscle is never um, never losing pressure on that muscle. Down, like if you're doing a curl, and then, so you never lock it out. You're no, always losing, never losing pressure. And that's how the muscle builds the quickest without getting sore. That's why you can do it every other day. So you're not tearing muscle like you do with weights. That's how muscle builds with weights. But this is totally a different technology. Very cool. And I was watching the videos and really, and this guy knows, knows what he's talking about. And here's what they do. It's, it's really cool. It's called X3. We should see if they have a, I'm going to see if they have an affiliate thing. We'll sell this thing. I'm, they may. Because uh, I know just after two days, I know what he's talking about. I wasn't sore at all, and you could really actually literally see some building some muscle uh, that same day because you're not tearing it and having to wait five days for it to rebuild. It's a different, it's a different technology. Yeah, I'm going I'm to check with them after the show and see if they have an affiliate thing. Anyway, so this is what's cool the way they do it. So you keep doing these repetitions for as many as you can do, and gradually, you can't do them any further. And you just do, then you do shorter, like maybe even two inches. And that's all you can do, because you just, I mean, we're not, we're not, you know, we're not Jack LaLanne. You, you can't, you can't do 50 or 100 of them. I guess you could someday. So you just keep doing little shorter ones, an inch, until you totally, just totally can't move. Still pressure with the bands until you just freeze out. You can't move, just can't move. And then you release it. And those last things when you're just doing a little bit, that's when the muscle is really building. I mean, I can literally feel biceps built up after two two days. Pretty cool, huh? So check it out. Uh, I'll wait till we become a affiliate, and I don't even know if they have an affiliate thing. So I'm doing that, and um, I'll see if that 
it contributes to having to eat more uh, to build this muscle. I don't know. Because um, I don't eat a whole lot now. I'll tell you what, it's a few eggs and um, I've been doing fish every now and then and maybe four or five inch, four or five uh, ounces of steak, ribeye steak and about it and um, has maintained my weight with just that little bit of food. Isn't that interesting? Which, in my opinion, goes to show you that all of these carbs are not necessary. Why was I eating them? Why was I eating all these vegetables and pasta and baked potato and... Um, fruit. Why? Uh, meat has all of the nutrients you need. Look at the component of a ribeye steak. It's got everything there. You don't miss anything. So the only thing that you do, I did, I can speak for myself, when I was eating these carbs and vegetables and fruit, is I was pooping two or three times a day because it was mostly fiber. And uh, so you spend your time eating and pooping and now you don't have to spend your time eating and pooping and you just poop when it comes out. <laughs> Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Again, this is work in progress. Um, things can change. What do you think a new monetary system is going to be? You know, uh, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, I suspect it's going to be some kind of a, a digital thing, a central bank digital um, unit. They'll call a dollar. Uh, there'll be no value to it. It'll even be less valuable than than what we have <laughs> than what we have now, if that's possible. Uh, and um, I think they're going to, you know, tie it all into. Um, um, let me get back to the emails here. I'm gonna, I think they're going to tie it all into um, a social credit score. If you've had your injections, you know, that kind of thing. And it will all be through an iPhone or any kind of phone. And... Um, it's just going to be a massive form of control. Then I think we're going to really get into just giving people digits when they behave and we want to keep them home and say, you don't have to work. I mean, come on. You got two kids. We're just going to give you so many digits. And, you know, you may not be able to buy ammo or a gun with it because, you know, but you can buy post toasties and. I mean, this is how dystopian or Orwellian uh, this thing is going to get for very many millions of people. But know that it's only going to be for those who participate. Just who participate. Not you or me. We're going to figure out another way. I don't know what it's going to be, but there's still going to be dollars out there. Come on. 
I mean, dollars, dollars. Um, there just is. I mean, there, there's 40 trillion of them swimming around on the earth plane. Um, they're not going to be able to suck these all in overnight. So there, there'll be ways around it. I think it's, I think they're just going to go after, or they're going after um, 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 you know, the low-hanging fruit. Get people that don't want to do this stuff. Uh, Martin Armstrong was scheduled for this morning, and uh, he was scurried out of his home early. We just found out before the show um, uh, because of the storm in Florida. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on. I guess we go to the Weather Channel. Do you want to see? Why not? Weather Channel official site. Oh, it looks like a big one. Hurricane Ian is not only an extremely powerful storm, but it is a huge storm. Mm. And right now we have hurricane force winds that extend out 45 miles, but those tropical storm force winds, they extend out 175 miles. So that means not just the west coast of the Florida Peninsula will feel strong winds, the east coast as well. So pretty much we are looking at a wind field that will expand all the way up the southeast coast in the coming days. Now, we will see the worst of the winds as that eye moves on shore along the west coast. So hurricane for... I'm sorry, I don't think that's coming through well. Doesn't look good. I'm seeing... Um, whoo. <clears throat> that's a big sucker. It's on the west coast of Florida, Tampa, Tampa in that area. Catastrophic strike, says the uh, Weather Channel. Sorry, that audio didn't come through. I thought it was. I could probably do it on this computer in case you don't do the news like I don't do it. Let's see, Weather Channel official. I think this will work better. Let's see. This might come through. Hurricane Ian is not only an extremely powerful storm, but it is a huge storm. And right now we have hurricane force winds that extend out 45 miles, but those tropical storm force winds, they extend out 175 miles. So that means not just the west coast of the Florida Peninsula will feel strong winds, the east coast as well. So pretty much we are looking at a wind field that will expand all the way up the southeast coast in the coming days. Now we will see the worst of the winds as that eye moves on shore along the west coast. So hurricane force winds definitely in the forecast for this afternoon and early evening. But those winds will expand to the east coast and we could be looking at tropical storm force winds picking up really as soon as lunchtime and lasting through the evening and into tomorrow. Here's a look at Fort Myers and you can see the wind gusts. So we'll have wind gusts as high as 60 miles per hour by 6 p.m. and through the evening those winds don't back down. So we are going to have a long duration of punishing winds and that means widespread power outages and damage. Man, that looks like a 
That's Ian a- is expected to make not one, but two landfalls. And okay. that second one is expected on Friday along the southeast coast. So this is a storm that is a powerful monster and still has a lot of life to it. There's a look at the latest watches and warnings now that are posted along the southeast coast. So what we're going to see here is the potential for storm surge along the coast in some areas as high as three to five feet. This storm is expected to move across the peninsula on Thursday into the Atlantic and then by Friday move into the southeast. Flooding is going to be a big concern. Also, the winds will start to ramp up and we'll see the worst of it Friday night into Saturday morning. So we're talking the potential for wind damage along with flooding and coastal flooding. So there's a look at the timeline there as we go through Saturday and into Sunday. And there's a look at the rain. Well, yeah. look at the rainfall there five inches and this is even up in Virginia after the thing goes uh, to the uh, to the uh, east coast it's crazy man well batting the hatches I wonder if our friend uh, Bridge up in uh, up in uh, the panhandle is I'm sure she would call if she's listening Well, okay. Do a few more emails. As long as we're here. We're just kind of filling in for Martin Armstrong, who had to... Well, I can see why he had to move out. I mean, that thing is huge. Wow. Here's a fellow. His name is Case. He's been... um, He's been working on sleep and... uh, I think he's playing around with more meat base. He said, "He said I'm trying, uh, but the sugar cravings after the third day are making me mad." <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, he says I think sugar is a drug. It is a drug. That is why we miss it so much. The good thing is I don't like most vegetables anyway. So cutting potatoes or rice and some fruits is no, not that hard. I just eat more meat. Feel fine, strong. I will keep drinking orange juice for now. Yeah, you know, um, you know, orange juice is great, but in my experience, and this is just me, uh, 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 I do so much better, just no sugar. I'm doing a little bit of honey just for fun, a little carbohydrate, but um, but uh, as I, I think the more sugar you do, the more you're going to just want. It just... It is a drug, and um, I know there's a lot of people, good friends of mine, that disagree with that, like even Ray Pete and Ann Bergstrom, but for me, that's my experience. Doesn't mean it will be yours, but um, I can tell um, uh, how my body feels when I just sit, close my eyes, and I can just, nothing, quiet. Can do that very easily. With sugar, I cannot. I feel subtle, but I can feel it. So, for what that's worth, Somebody sent this article. 
Yeah, it's getting pretty wild out there. Judgment Day. Nothing can stop what is coming. Yeah, the whole biblical thing is really, Revelations is really popping out. You can see a lot of crazy, mazy things in the next six months to a year. So hold on to your jammies. Uh, thank you so much for all the remarkable work you do. We are a pleasure. I'm writing from South Africa. Wow. I'd love to get some sulfur from my mom. She's in extreme pain from rectal cancer. Wow. And also in a state of, I don't know what that word is, wasting disease in which the body cannot put on weight and it starts to eat its own muscles, even though one eats a lot of nutritious food. I'll email this person, maybe... If the sufferer could support pain relief in this matter and help the body store, and I don't think so. Do you ship to South America? I will email this person, and you know what I would do if a mom is has a wasting thing. She's, I would I would just give her bone broth and meat, bacon. Um, that's what I would do tomorrow. I don't do medical advice, but if it was my mom, that's what I would do. This is what usually happening happens with cancer. People die from wasting disease. You see them, they just get thinner and thinner and lose energy. They just, they just can't absorb nutrients because their their whole microbiome and their gut thing is so messed up. And I would conjecture, and again, I don't do medical advice and I'm not qualified, but I would conjecture it's messed up because they, they spent a lifetime of eating non-species appropriate food, meaning sugar and carbs and vegetables. Just my opinion. I'll recommend this. Do bone broth, man, lots of bone broth. Just get a bunch of bones, cook bone broth, get some fat in there, some tallow. That's what I would do if it was my mom. Wow. You know, there's no place for these people to go, you know. The doctors have my clothes. They don't have any clothes going on. Oh, well. Gosh. Life. Life. 
You mentioned Bridget. I know people have asked before, does Bridget give out her muffin recipe? Oh, I'm sure she would. Yeah. Next time she calls, though. I've been watching some of the carnivore videos and interviews that you've done. Quite curious, however, don't know if I can live without baked potatoes and pasta like you. <laughs> well, I know. What can I tell you? What can I tell you? Listen, they are comfort foods. There's no doubt about it. Um, there's no doubt about it. Um, yeah, I mean, and I think that's why people eat carbohydrates is because they do this thing to you where they just kind of go, a little, and at first, they just kind of go, hmm, it's comfort. You know, if you're stressed out, it'll chill you out for a bit. But then, then it just goes into a cycle because it makes sugar, and then the only thing you can do is eat more. So it's a drug, my opinion. Um, whereas meat is not, you can actually feed nutrition and it doesn't raise your blood sugar, it doesn't spike insulin levels, and it keeps you steady as you go, and um, you'll be a lot happier. But it is, a, it, carbs are a drug. I craved them for a few days when I quit, I did. But not really crave, but I just thought, oh boy, pasta would be good. But I don't really have any interest in it. I know how I feel an hour after having pasta compared to an hour after having bacon or... Um, even fish or a steak. I know the difference. And I don't like the pasta feeling. It's fun when you eat it. I mean, it's fun because you're getting that, you know, that, that blood sugar thing hit. But it's a trap, baby, my opinion. I heard Dr. Massey on a recent show of yours and heard he was available for consultations. Hmm. I reached out by email and phone, but I'd never heard back from him. Just want to let you know because you sound sincere, and he does too, but it appears to be false advertising. Oh, I wouldn't look at it like that. I mean, um, he's a very busy guy. He gets a lot of calls and he's only able to do what he can. Um, was, disappointed, was disappointed to find that you promoted a guest like that. Now, don't get all crazy. He just hasn't returned your call yet. Maybe he will. I've known Dr. Massey forever. He's a good guy, sincere, ethical. He's not doing false advertising. He just hasn't got back to you. Maybe, who knows? I don't know what's going on. It's up to you. You can try again. Or if he doesn't respond, then that would just be God's way of saying, not for you. Um, thanks for your ongoing interviews, Patrick. This is from Garvin. Thanks, Garvin. I've listened to you for so many years now. I have a question. I have so enjoyed listening to Richard Mayberry, and I've missed hearing him lately. Are you planning on having him on again? Thanks and blessings to you as always. 
Yeah, actually, Richard Mayberry came to us, what what was it, been like two months now, three months? Not sure, you know me, I don't do time. And he just didn't want to do the show any longer. And I was kind of like, and I wrote back and they said, is it something that I said or I did? I'm sorry. No, he said, no, no, no. He said, we really, he really enjoys doing your show. Just a personal thing for what's going on in his life right now. He He's just not available to um, do the show for a while. I said, okay. So that's that's the story. That's the story. That's the story of morning glory. That's the story of morning glory. Have you heard of, uh, right, so Lewis, have you heard about uh, this ranch doing grass-fed and finished beef using uh, rotational grazing in your neck of the woods in Kames? Yeah, actually, I called this fellow, and he did call me back, and we're going to get him on the air. Oh, yeah, that's what they do. Uh, they get really good at rotating the fields, and they can get the grass, and then the, then they move them, and then the grass comes back longer, and then they get the good stuff. Yeah, they, they're smart. the smart farmers do that. The smart farmers do that. They're smarty pants farmers. They know what they're doing. There's so many so cool things that can be done with um, animals and grazing and food and So, so much. Um, And a lot of people are doing it. So try to find somebody in your area that know what they're doing and they're really treating their cows and their pigs properly and uh, rotating the fields, getting the best grass and not giving them drugs. Let's switch back here to the economy for a moment since we st- opened with that this morning. Filling in for Martin Armstrong who had to leave his home in Florida. This is from This is from um, Stanley Druckmiller. Have you heard of him? Big time. Big time guy. Our central case is a hard landing by the end of 2023. So that means all this crazy stuff's going to go until the end of 23, and then it's going to be hard. Chuck Miller said. Uh, on a CNBC um, investor summit today, I would be stunned if we don't have a recession in 23. I don't know the timing, but certainly by the end of 23, I will not be surprised if it is not larger than the so-called average garden variety. Now, depression is what two or three quarters 
of negative GDP. GDP means gross domestic product, right? Where money is, you know, gross domestic product. People are buying stuff, things are moving. So if you have two, what is it, two quarters or three quarters of negative GNP, it's a classical recession. Then he said, and this fellow's been around the curve a long time, billionaire. And then the legendary investor who has never had a down year in the markets fears it could be something even worse. Chuck Mueller said, Chuck Mueller said, I don't rule out something really bad. Huh? <laughs> he said effectively repeating what he said in April, every Fed hiking cycle ends with default and bankruptcy of governments, banks, and investors. So he's got this whole chart. Every Fed hiking cycle ends with default bankruptcy of governments. And the Fed is raising rates, bank hiking, big time. Last week, another three-quarter points. He pointed out to massive global, that the massive global quantitative easing, money printing, that has reached 30 trillion is what's driving the booming recession, looming recession. Our central case is a hard landing by the end of next year, All those factors that cause a bull market, they're not only stopping, they're reversing. Every one of them, we're in deep trouble. Whoa. The Fed, the Fed is now in the middle of its most aggressive pace of tightening since the 1980s. That's raising interest rates, tightening. Where they tighten the money supply. They quit, print, quit printing money. The Central Bank last week raised its rates by three-quarters of a percent for a third straight time and pledged more to beat inflation. So the Fed is causing all the issues, and they know it, and they want to do it because they're swampy. That's as simple as that. If Chuck Miller knows it, they know it. And they know that raising interest rates is not going to cure inflation. They know that. Inflation is caused by the trillions been already printed and more being printed when they send another 20 billion to Ukraine who takes the money and puts it in his bank account, buys his mom a million, did you see that? Bought his mom a million dollar home, Zelensky. It's just money laundering. This whole thing is money laundering, this war. We the people are just adding more debt and they're just sending these people dollars. So, what can I say? All these people can't be wrong. You see these headlines. One of the most 
One of the market's most important stress indicators is flushing red. Whipsaw Wednesday, rates running the show, calling the UK an emerging market is no longer a joke. More bad news for US, will it be Weimar Republic or Venezuela? And this is from a, you know, a reputable website. They're not they don't put out fear porn. So, U.S. pending home sales tumbled to 11-year lows at a recent spikes. So there you have it. Just kind of give you an idea of what the heck is going on. If you, um, um, So we're going to take a little break here and take tomorrow off, and we will see you on Friday. We will have lots to talk about, and we'll reschedule Martin Armstrong and do the... He's got a really cool book out, and this whole Russia thing is so much bigger than we've ever thought because they they start doing this um, during Clinton. He found documents to prove that this whole thing was all planned out. All planned out. Let me see if I can get to a... Once again, Google is driving me crazy. Just let me get my password so I can look at the schedule for next week. I don't know why they keep doing that. Come on, man. They know it's me. I can't even get there. Forget it. Adam Bergstrom... um, First Monday of the month. Uh, Fred will be here in the real world of money, so we have a lot to talk about with him. Um, We have somebody else, but Google won't even let me into my calendar because, you know, they're nuts. I wish these people would just leave me alone and not wanting to check every time I do something to see if it's me. Everybody knows anything anyway. I don't have any secrets. Okay, kids, I love you. See you soon. Let me know if I can help with anything. A couple more days if you'd like to buy the Shagarishi. It is um, Save20, the promo code. And we got some other things. Special, everyday special on the sauna. Just email me and um, for that. And then also the the, um, the AquaCure uh, 20% deal if you want to get that. So I'll see you on Friday. We'll have some fun. Let me know if I can help. Patrick. One radio network.com. I love you all. Love you all very much. Muchas. Love you. You're doing great. See you on Friday. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is One Radio Network.com. <laughs>